you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? Hey guys, let's talk about ads. We've been approached a lot recently to run ads for these podcasts, and we really could if we wanted to, but we really don't want to. We just want to get you what you need and get you on with with your day. With that said, podcasts generally grow by word of mouth. So if you know anyone that could use or benefit from listening to the show that would really improve their life, improve their health as a result of listening to it, it would be awesome. If you could just message this to them or share this episode on your social media, it would mean the world to me. We love you guys. We love doing this for you. You guys are the best. Now let's get to the show. Yo, yo, Danny here with Brooke back with another episode of Confidently Flawed. And if you listened last week, we are diving into a three-part series all on nutrition, all on busting the myths or going over the myths of the different food products that just get that bad rap when, when it comes to you know eating them. And we're, we're going to dive into, should we eat it? Should we not eat it? What's the pros and cons? And last week we talked about red meat and, and what it really means to eat red meat or what you should look for if you are consuming red meat. If you missed that episode, make sure you go back and listen to that because it's a good one. Today is all about salt, right? We hear this a lot, just like red meat, sodium intake, all that. And yes, there is some detrimental parts to it. However, there's some caveats to that. And it's it's not just a blanket statement of salt is bad because it it really isn't, Brooke. And, and I'm sure you you would agree with that, wouldn't you? Oh, 100%. I, I, think, I think what's very... I, I want to encourage when you guys listen to the series that it's okay to have a change of opinion. I think that's really important because I think it's hard when we are taught something and that we, we, we truly believe in that. And while I'm not saying that what we're taught is wrong, but there's also other sides to it. And I was one that was adamant, like absolutely no salt on anything. I would literally never put salt, even though I knew it tasted better. Like I never, ever, ever, ever consumed salt. And it actually wasn't until I really went down, down the, the, the research train of the water I was consuming. And, um, you know, I, I was always a big passionate water drinker. I would drink my body weight in ounces every single day. And I really, really, really started after a long time, just like feeling very depleted. And then the more research I was doing, I was learning that actually, if you are consuming water that doesn't have any minerals, any salt, any electrolytes, you actually are depleting the minerals from your body. And so that made me start to go down all this research of salt and why salt all of a sudden became so prominent when it came to the water consumption that I was drinking. And then my whole mind was blown when I was realizing how beneficial salt could actually be. We just aren't presented with drum roll, please good quality salt, right? Like we talked about last week, it was all about quality and we're back to bring the quality conversation back because we are so accustomed to what we see as table salt. And while table salt is not good for you, and that is what the whole concept of why salt is not good for you is because of table salt and what table salt has been doing to our health. 
but not all salt is table salt. There is such good quality salt out there, you guys, that makes a huge difference. And let me tell you just from personal experience, I drink salt in almost every single water jug I have. Like right now in my water that I am drinking, I have a squeeze of lemon and like five dashes of good quality salt. And I can notice a difference when I don't consume that. Like my energy levels, I just notice a difference. And that's because salt in its purest good quality form can contain trace minerals that our body needs. And we've, we've talked about minerals on this show before. It's no secret that minerals are so, so good for you. And the average, not only American, the average person is so depleted of minerals. And a lot of that is because we were told that salt is not good for us. So I kind of want to first break down the difference between what table salt is and and, and talk to you guys about the the fact that yes, salt could be bad for you. I am not going to sit here and say all salt is good for you. So let's first talk about table salt. First off, table salt is bleached. It's chemically processed and modified and it's bleached. It might also contain aluminum and ammonia. Um, All of the minerals except from sodium and chloride are stripped from salt. So like I had said, good quality salt could contain up to 60 different trace minerals, if not more than 60. Whereas a lot of table salt, most table salt, in fact, All minerals are stripped from it except for sodium and chloride. And so now you can start to understand why eating so much salt, table salt, could make you have a lot of sodium in your body. Table salt is also known to cause high blood pressure and cardiovascular disease when consumed in excess, which is what we've heard, right? Like we heard that salt is really bad for your heart and and salt's really bad for your blood pressure and salt's going to make you blow and salt's going to do all these things. Well, again, it's not necessarily the fact that salt is bad for you. It's this new table salt that has really come to the market in the last few decades. Some other things that salt can do, again, consuming too much sodium and chloride is the issue, not the salt, so to speak. It's the fact that so many minerals are stripped that you're consuming sodium and chloride and very high intakes. And, and this can not only affect with your body's natural electrolyte balance, but it can continue or it can contribute to a lot of health problems. Like again, high blood pressure, increased risk of heart attacks and strokes. Um, it could be bad for your bone health. It puts pressure on the kidneys. It um, can actually stiffen your arteries in the long run. And that's just strictly from sodium. When you have too much chloride, it also can have a lot of problems such as like your body acidity. And if your body has too much um, acidity in it, it can cause a lot of health problems, including like heartburn, um, gastrointestinal issues, um, really irritating the lining of the gut and leaky gut. And and that's a whole different gut issue that we could talk about just from chloride levels. And so I want to kind of actually, Danny, do you want to hit on anything on table salt before I kind of share the benefits of getting actual salt? No, I think when it comes to to table salt, it, I, I think you hit everything that that I'm aware of when it comes to that. And I just know the ratio of the actual like sodium chloride versus real salt is, is really the, the, the primary difference of in relation to these other nutrients and everything there, you know, and, and so frequently we see like, oh, I'm trying to get healthy. So I'm going to drink a ton of water and I'm going to go on a low sodium diet. And as you alluded to, like that can be very, very detrimental at the same time, especially when you start to be more active, right? Cause you're, mm-hmm. you're going to deplete these minerals at the same time. So sodium is 
natural. It is, it is in nature, right? It is a mineral that is needed by the body, by the nerves, by the organs, right? Like it is a very important part of it. So you don't want to completely cut it out. It's to Brooke's point, it's the right type of salt that you want to do. And I'll let you kind of dive into, you know, what that looks like. Yeah, definitely. So when we take actual good quality salt. This is not a salt that has been processed. This is not a salt that has been chemically altered and bleached. And that's why a lot of your good quality salt is going to either have color to it, or it's going to be actual thicker rocks. So some of the salts that I would highly encourage um, anybody to be consuming is either your pink Himalayan salt or really good quality salt from good sources. I specifically use um, Crucial 4 or Redmond salt. Those are the two different types of salt that I will use, or I'll use the pink Himalayan salt. But these in general, they contain the, the trace minerals that our bodies need, and they aren't, it's not removed from the salt. It's not removed. It's it's still strong in that salt. And those are what is going to provide so many minerals to our body that we need and that we do naturally deplete as we consume, especially liquid beverages like water. Um, there's also a lot of electrolytes in salt. And as Danny had said, the more active you are, the more you actually need to consume salt because of the sodium that you are losing and the electrolytes in the the minerals that you're losing through your sweat and the sodium, like Danny had said, sodium is not bad for you. It just, when it's not paired properly with certain minerals and you're just eating and consuming excess sodium and nothing else, it can cause problems. So, you know, things that we can see, and that's really important when we, we, we look at salt and look at quality contents of what we're going to have. Again, always try to look for organic Pink Himalayan salt is a really good version because you know that it's not chemically bleached. You know that it's not stripped. Um, so that's a really good thing to look for as well, because again, you, you have those trace minerals in there, which is very, very, very important. And this type of salt actually has health benefits. Um, it help can help to relieve headaches. It can help to increase your energy. It improves your adrenal and thyroid function. Um, there's actually a reason why pink Himalayan salt lamps are very beneficial for your health because it can help to cleanse the air, just like how it can help to cleanse the body. Um, so really making sure that you are eating good quality salt again for the mineral content, because minerals are so important for the body, especially because when minerals and certain minerals are paired together, it makes other minerals see, be seen as more beneficial versus as like this table salt, when all of the minerals are stripped, you basically just have sodium and chloride, and that could be a bad combination. Um, and the flavor of good quality salts guys, like, I, I don't know about you, Danny, but I can tell a difference when I actually am consuming good salt. Like so many people who see me put salt in my water, they're like, oh my gosh, doesn't that taste awful? And I'm like, honestly, no, it tastes really good. It's not super like strong, but it's, it's important. So some ways I just want to share that I add salt to, to my, to my diet in general is, you know, I add it into my water. Yes. I put salt on different foods. Um, I add it to my protein shakes, especially after I work out, I always make sure I'm consuming salt, whether that's salt in my water, I'll add salt to my protein shake because you want to, you don't want your bodies to be depleted from minerals. If you were to go get a blood work test and, and test your minerals, I would almost guarantee 
see you are depleted. The average person is. And then that's because we are so active. We aren't consuming the right quality salts. When you go out to dinner, when you go out to anywhere, when you are eating any food anywhere, I would say 99% of the restaurants are using table salt. They are not using good quality salt. And as nerdy as you want to be, if you want to really make sure you're consuming good, yes, you can bring your own salt. I have done that before. <laughs> and that's okay because you know you you want to make sure you're getting the salt. And, and again, salt has been so vilified just like red meat, just like so many other things have been because the quality has gone down. And so I am going to hit on my one thing and share that again, it's the quality that's important. Salt is good for you. It gives you so many minerals, electrolytes. It's good for your health. It's good for your energy. And we want to make sure we're getting that in our diet but we want to make sure we're getting a good quality. And if you are going with the table salt and you are consuming that in mass quantities, you are not getting the health benefits that salt can really give for you. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Brooke. I, I think my takeaway is, is don't fear it, right? Don't fear the right kinds. And yes, processed salt, processed foods that are loaded with a bunch of table type salt is is not going to be beneficial for you. But doing it in the way that Brooks bringing to the table here today is great. I love the putting in your you know post-workout shake. I've never done that. Um, I've never even thought of that, to be honest. And, and I really like that. Um, actually, one of the supplements I take during my workout has a natural sodium in it, you know, so um, I do that for that purpose, but I never thought I actually put it in my shake. It'll probably help mm -hmm. the flavor as well, like you said. So I think to, to Brooke's point, quality is key. Um, don't be scared of it. Um, add it to different points of your food and everything there, especially if you're active. And if you do that, you, you won't have as, as many of the detrimental effects. Because really, like when it comes to like cholesterol and things like that, like there's a lot of other factors or blood pressure, I should say, that are going to affect it much more than like a, a Himalayan sea salt or a Celtic sea salt, something like that, um, than those ever will, you know, and it's, it's naturally occurring in nature and we're meant to have it. There's so many parts of our body that need the sodium to function properly. And if you're depleting it of it and not giving it enough, you're not going to be up to your optimal and, and most, you know, best self, if you will. So, um, hopefully you are no longer scared of salt or the right types of salt and you got some value from it today. And if you did give us a review, share this with a friend, um, that's how we grow this podcast and the message that we're trying to, to do and, and helping people live the, the best version of their self is through knowledge and education and the only way for us to do that is to give us a review on, on, you know, how you benefited and, and got some value from today's episode, share it with a friend so they can get some value from it too. And, um, next week we will dive into the part three of our foods, uh, and what is, you know, vilified and looked down upon, but maybe really is as bad as you thought, just like the salt and the red meat. And if you missed last week's episode on the red meat, make sure you go back and watch it until next week on another confidently flawed podcast episode. Yeah.